Welcome back to the Create Radio Show. I'm Jason Evans. Alongside me is Kyler Clapp. Staring at us through the digital window is Kyle Lee. And then we've got producer Chris turning all the knobs. You guys ready? Another week is upon us. How's it going? It's going. It's going. Kyle? Fantastic. So good. <laughs> well, I, we should probably start with you, Kyle. Let's talk about the week that was. Um, why don't you bring us up to speed? Uh, I got uh, the fake liberal virus. It's hitting me hard. <laughs> Kyle's got corona. Kyle's got corona. For a, for a virus that was made up by liberals to uh, steal the election. Yeah. It is affecting me quite a bit. Wow. So you mean it did not go away on the during the inauguration? It didn't just disappear? No, it wow. did not. It, I was infected, and I'm taking it like an 80-year-old man. <laughs> Probably shouldn't laugh at that, I guess, but... Um, if we have any, sorry, if we have any 80-year-old listeners, first of all, thank you. That's Good right. job. And secondly... Stay safe out there. Stay safe out there, Kyler. You just said you're surprised. Yeah, I still haven't got it. You've had it. Yep. Oh, I don't. I mean, if we're sharing. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to share mm. all of our personal health issues, yes, I had it a few months still ago. Still haven't. Be thankful for that. Um, you know, I think it is a very real virus. Kyle can attest to that now for sure. For some. For some. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> for some. Uh, we do hate to hear that, Kyle, man. Uh, thanks for sticking it out. We've given you every opportunity to uh, avoid recording this week, but you said no. The people the need to hear my on. voice. That's right. There are a dozen of people out there wanting to listen. So Dozens. Yeah, multiple dozens, oh, no, I'm actually. Sorry, dozen. I just said dozen. One oh, dozen. There are only a dozen that want. There's a baker's dozen people out there wanting to listen. That's right. <laughs> to what I have to say. So what do you have to say? Anything other than you just been knocked down by the virus? I'm upset that I can't taste anything and the Super Bowl's on is, is was last was yesterday. Yeah. And uh couldn't taste any of my delicious Super Bowl food. I'm sorry, man. Like your little smokies. Yeah. Guacamole, queso. And we've had so many kind people offer to bring us dinner, and it's like, can you wait till I get my taste back and yeah. then bring us all the dinners? Yeah, that's always the the thing that's kind of weird about when people are sick is everyone will offer like you know food, which is great, but you know that's like usually the one thing you don't want a lot of, unless it's you know. chicken noodle, unless it's chicken soup. noodle soup. Yeah, can't taste it. But uh, the only thing I could kind of taste was Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A sauce, God so that sauce. Makes, that makes you wonder what's in that. That's true. Oh. That is true. Oil and honey. <laughs> Just or that is milk and oil honey. from heaven. Milk and honey from the land of Canaan. John the Baptist's ashes. Whoa! <laughs> what? I don't Kyler, how was your week this week? <laughs> how was my week? What did I do? It was darkness. <laughs> 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 oh, I watched The Shack. No, nah, the movie, right? The movie, yeah. 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 The Shack. Um, what was, were your thoughts? 
it was a lot better than I was anticipating. Um, the acting was a lot better than I was anticipating. I can definitely say Octavia Spencer could be my god. <laughs> Not like wow. her, but like her. You know, we're you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, hold on. Let's unpack this. The characterization yeah. that she plays. Yeah. You could, could de- see God in that characterization. Be god. Okay. Okay, because I'm not gonna not lie, one, that, that came out in a very. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, Kyler. Not one cameo from Shaquille O'Neal, right? <laughs> yeah. What? There wasn't. I thought Shaq. There was wasn't in one it. Shaquille O'Neal cameo. Mm. No. Wow, that's too bad. I really thought he was in it. I thought he shows up at the end. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Okay, you didn't stay for after the credits, so, did you? No, stop. There's not a cameo of Shaquille. <laughs> when Libby was reading that book, I printed off a big picture of Shaquille O'Neal's face and. <laughs> Made her use that as her bookmark. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure he would have appreciated that. He'd probably be in on the joke, I think. And then it was on our fridge for years. Wow. <laughs> Through several moves. Yeah. Wow. It's probably it probably just hasn't got put back up on the fridge yet. Wow. So it's probably in a box. Because you don't get rid yes. of anything. Our whole garage is full of junk. <laughs> Chris, how's your week this week? It was good. I watched uh, Age of Ultron because... Wow. WandaVision? Yeah, I would fin- finished all the WandaVision episodes, so now I went to Age of Ultron to see the difference of her voice from her <laughs> super Russian voice to her now just normal. So did you just like fast forward to parts where she was on you know, on the movie? Exactly. My brother. My brother. <laughs> Wait, that was, that that was, was What was that, Chris? I, I don't know. My brother, man. <laughs> My brother. I had a twin. We can talk about WandaVision. Do you, let's talk about it. Are you caught up? Yeah. Okay. I guess you've had time. I'm not saying that's what. Well, you we've been do. watching it every week, so so it couldn't can't come out fast enough. I guess we can try not to to go deep into spoilers, but uh, episode four was um, it was a bit revealing, I guess you would say. Yeah, I am <laughs> glad that what? it was all revealing. Yeah. I'm glad they move. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me for trying to set you guys up to have a conversation Uh. as a host would do. Uh. Jeez. All right, Kyle, continue. I'm just saying, I'm glad they're moving a little quicker through like the shtick of the TV show. Sitcom. That's what I was happy for. Yeah. I was worried that it was going to be all like nine or 10 episodes of just that. And then at the very season finale, be some like revelation. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think? I think it was good. I th- I think that uh, they did more character development in that one episode of that one girl that was asking for the coffee than both first Thor movies. Oh, than her the and girl the Thor from movies. Thor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Thor great. girl. Uh, the dude from Fresh Off the Boat. I yeah. love him. <laughs> he's so yeah. funny. Randall Park. Yep. Yeah, he's great. So I yeah, I'm glad once I knew he was in the show. I was like, ah, oh, he's gonna get some airtime. I like that because he's great. He's funny. What'd you think, Kyler? I told my brother. I said. I know the difference now between what I want and what I need. And I didn't, I wanted that whole episode. It's not what I needed. Well, first you said, I wanted, I wanted. Cut it out. Stop the tapping. (laughs) And then you said. (laughs) Trying to listen. (laughs) And then I, well, what I'm saying is they, I wanted all the, the loose ends tied up, but then I felt like it was too much. And so now I don't know where they're going to go, which I saw the mid-season trailer that they released on yeah. YouTube, and I was like... Yeah, well, I, I think there's a lot of room for them to, to go. As a as an episode, like, it's one I'll never... I'd never need to watch it again. Um, I'm probably in the minority a little bit. I felt like it gave away too much 
in 30 minutes. I think they could have condensed it down to like 10 and actually had another sitcom episode interspliced with it. Well, that's um, what, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. That, that's what I'm saying. Everybody was like, we want to know what's going on. And they're like, all right, here's what's going on. And everybody's like, no, wait. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm sure there'll be more reveals. Like, I'm sure there'll be more surprises, but uh, I didn't need that much of the what's happening outside of her world. Uh, in one episode, I would like to have been kind of spread out maybe over the next two or three, but that, that's just me. I like the secrecy personally. So, or the unknown, I guess I should, I should say. It's great. Well, I'm glad you all had an interesting week. I'm glad that we're all caught up on WandaVision and uh, hopefully it'll continue in a, in a good fashion as it moves forward. Um, you okay there? I don't know why I did that. What was it? <laughs> 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 you were doing like a rhythm too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Kyler, that brings us to you because this week you are bringing our edition of Top 3. Top 3. Top 3. Today's Top 3 is your three favorite products you've bought of all time. Like three products. It could be anything that you're like, wow, I bought this and it's really helped me out in life. Whoa. That is deep. That mm. is deep. <laughs> Top 3 products. That have impacted our life. Yep. Like that's uh, like they become our favorite. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chris. But I'd like you to try a little harder. (laughs) 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 I'd like you to dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. So not just deodorant, (laughs) but also like your. Well, I'm not going to give you the answers. Let's see. Top three products we've purchased, and we've purchased them. Not like not like gifts given to us. Um, it could be gifts given. Okay. Actually, no. Products you've bought. Products no, you had to buy them. Okay. Do you want to have one? And what made me think of this was apparently Jeff Bezos is stepping down from yep. Amazon. That's true. He's stepping down as CEO. Why uh, does that make you think of it? Because TikTokers do like products you should buy on Amazon. And mm-hmm. I was trying to think, you know, would any of these products actually benefit my life? And I was like, well, what products have I bought that have actually benefited my life? I mean that's a it's a deep question because and I saw all of that within fifteen seconds. So yeah, just as soon as you that's heard on he ADD. Was, <laughs> as soon as you heard he was gone, you were that's what you thought of. Yep. That, that is interesting because there unfortunately there are so many products we buy that don't really impact our life. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm kind of with Chris on deodorant because sixth grade standing there the first day i realized i needed deodorant hey, it's a big big impact it is a big, big but impact. that answer is not adequate enough so <laughs> gotta dig deeper uh, do i need to go first <sighs> maybe this may be a first in top three history you you may have to lead the way all right we've got my gallon water bottle the, the 100 one ounce best yeah one of my best purchases i've ever made helps me drink lots of water Okay. Um, my second one would have to be, oh, well, darn, did it to myself. <laughs> my black Doc Martens wear them all the time. They don't. Okay. Okay. Are you kidding me? What, Kyle? Nothing. I thought nothing. Okay. What's your number three? How does three? that affect your life? Oh, it doesn't. Never mind. I take it back. Maybe. This is dumb. I'm sorry. What the question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's a super like it very it really is a deep question. Um so I like for me, I think the the one thing and I don't mean this at all in a superficial way, but I think the product that has impacted my life more than anything else that I've purchased was my very first MacBook Pro, 
which would have been back in like 2007. Mm -hmm. But it's because on that computer that I started doing video editing, I started learning design. Um, and that, that computer carried me on to like 2011. Wow. And so like that, that machine, I was in grad school and that was the machine I bought that I learned how to, to start doing what I do every day. So that one definitely was a big impact. Um, so I'll put that one on there. I'm not going to mention shoes, although I've had some really comfortable shoes that have made a positive impact in my life. Too many shoes to count for me. Um, man, this is a this is a tough one. Why is this so hard? Because I've bought so many things. But that's the, when you put that, like what's made a re- very positive impact mm-hmm. on your life. Uh, I convicted myself, not on purpose. <laughs> because it's hard not to sound superficial. Like it's right. hard not to, it's like, you know, like I know technology that's, you know, Oh, I've enjoyed this, but it, I don't know if it's necessarily. I bought, uh, well. Continue. I bought like a Dr. Goose. Dr. Teal's deodorant. That's a good one. That is a good one. I think that's what magnesium, I use, actually. Aluminum-free. It's magnesium yeah. deodorant. I use the lavender one, I think. It's fantastic. I bought a gooseneck stainless steel teapot. Okay. Those it's are good. nice. It's a positive impact. Um, I, 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 bought a, I bought a backpack. That according to the company, when I bought the backpack, a pound of plastic was removed from the ocean because I bought mm-hmm. the backpack. And I love the backpack. Like, it's great. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of making a good impact. It's good. And, I mean, I feel better about that, I guess, than just getting a, you know, regular backpack that doesn't help the world. Uh, I bought Libby's engagement ring. <gasps> that's good. Mm-hmm. Good, Kyle. Dang it. There Positive goes my number. Impact. There goes one of mine. <laughs> The car seat we bought for <laughs> all four of our children now that have used it. Nice. I guess that was pretty positive. Yeah. They're all alive still. And then the deodorant. I'm sticking with the deodorant because you guys should have been there in music class when I was in sixth grade. And all of a sudden it smelled like butt. And I was like, what is that smell? <laughs> and then you <laughs> realized. That's you. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. We've, we've probably all experienced uh, that at one yeah. point in our lives. Yeah. Mine was at a Hillsong then making concert. that switch over <laughs> to <Hillsong>. the <laughs> aluminum free the way to do it. It was I. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, the next top three. We'll just spoil it for everyone. It'll be our top three BO stories. <laughs> Oh, and then Ooh. my other Ooh. one was at a Bethel concert. Boy, you you get you get wild at concerts, huh? No, it's just a lot of people raising their arms. Oh, so it's not you. Oh no, no, it's no, your no, no, experience. No. I got oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was you realized about yourself no, for the first time no, at a Hillsong no, no. concert, Chris. So you had you had deodorant. What's what's something else? Well, oh, my other one is my pair of roller skates I had in like. Sixth grade, anyways. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> okay. Um, number one, I mean, it's probably just bad a bad list, but camera, my camera, first mm-hmm. camera ever, because I just set a trajectory trajectory of my whole life so yeah. far. Number two would be my first guitar because that set the trajectory of my love for music. And number three good. is deodorant because if I smell good, I feel good. And if I feel good, then that gives me self confidence. Right. And if I have self confidence, that's positive. So that's right. That is a good answer. He's Thank a you very much, Kyle. Good job, producer Chris, bringing it. Number All four right. for me is this pine cone. <laughs> There's no pine cone. You don't see that pine cone? No. It's right, right on the right, tip of my finger. Uh, right I'm trying to help finger. the listeners. There is no pine cone. There is a pine cone. There is a pine Kyle cone. Kyle has COVID brain. 
It's bad. Oh, oh no, he's going to get the. Look what you did. Kyle's up. Kyle's rolling over his bed. He's rolling over his bed. He's reaching for his nightstand. He has something in his hand, yet it's a pine pine cone. It is a pine cone. Wow. Yep. (laughs) And he just threw it. (laughs) This has been top three. Before we get to our topic today, I do want to ask uh, did anyone see anything good in the news? Um, no. Did they like share nothing? Chris did. Chris? Oh, I just had a, a weird experience. That's all. Yeah, Chris. I had what a, did you see in the news last night? I, I had a, a dream and then it came to reality in someone else's life. <laughs> I don't like That's such that. such a weird way to put that. He's a dream murderer. That's a movie Whatever right he there, dreams, dream murderer. kills other people. Yeah. Uh, that's like a Twilight Zone. That was a really weird way to put that. I apologize. So you had a dream to wake up to the news explaining that what happened in your dream happened to a person in real life. Yes. I had okay. a dream that some two dudes were breaking into my apartment and they were attacking me. I can't remember if it was stabbing me, shooting me, whatever. They were attacking me and killing me. So anyway, I wake up and I look at the news and I don't remember what story it was from, but it had this, the title of the thing was man murdered in apartment in OKC by two guys or something like that. And it was just, man, I it, read the story and it, it was, was like even more specific than that. Man was. murdered while applying deodorant. <laughs> is that what it said? That is what it said. Wow. <laughs> well, that was man Chris's murdered news. while applying deodorant and taking picture with his very first camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing the guitar with the other hand. Yeah. Uh, well, Kyle, what about you? Did you see anything in the news this week? Nope. I did not. I've okay. been pretty out of it. And Kyler, you didn't see anything? Per usual. Per usual. Well, I did want to share one one thing since you guys uh, are no help. In <laughs> in Sweden, they have a inter- uh, film festival in Sweden that's like an international fe- festival. But obviously film festivals this year um, and the last year, they've kind of had to take a new trajectory. Some are doing online only. Some are doing very limited capacity. Well, they, they took it to a whole nother level. Um, because they were actually awarding winners private screenings of their film festival movies. So like somebody would sit in like an 800 seat theater by themselves uh, to watch this movie. But the the real winner got one week on an island by themselves, like an island with a little lighthouse. And they get to spend one week in this house with a giant TV and all 70 of the films. And they would have one week to screen them uh, in privacy. So... I thought that was pretty interesting. That's a unique take on a film festival, right? Speaking of getting murdered. 70? Yikes. 70 films? Yeah. Is that a lot? That's a lot. Well, I mean, I guess you don't have to watch them all, but the opportunities are. Two? (laughs) Anytime someone invites you to stay all by yourself in a lighthouse, you decline. Decline. You think so? Yeah. It's a hard decline. Wow. I don't know. I thought it was cool. Apparently, I'm in the minority. You are. You're in the minority on not wanting to get murdered? <laughs> Listen, I'm fine with my life. I don't want to get murdered. Are we wanting to take this episode in this direction? No, like, not right I'm now. fine. Yeah, Lord, do with me what you will. In the church. So, um, speaking of the Lord, <laughs> can we talk about our topic for today? Which is that our what is that our news? There we go. So today I want to talk about Sabbath. Last week we talked about prayer. We've started our 28 days of going dark on social media. We have uh, have our prayer guide available online uh, for you to download if you'd like to join in. But um, 
wanted to kind of take it a step further. We talked about prayer last week and why it's important that we build in times in our lives to pray. Um, but today I wanted to talk about something that we all often know of, but find it very difficult to observe, and that's the Sabbath. So. Shabbat. <laughs> Thank you. That was, this is very like uh, TD Jake's coming in hot right there. <laughs> um, so Sabbath, uh, what are you guys, what are, what are let's, let's start here because uh, I think probably all of our listeners are just like us. We're from all different areas and um, probably understandings, but what is Sabbath? When you hear the word Sabbath, what does that mean to you? Start with you, Kyle. Oh, I will. Uh, what it means to me now, or yeah, like what, I, when you hear the word Sabbath, what do you think of? Not a suggestion, a command. I think that when I I was growing up, it was portrayed as a suggestion. I think nowadays it's still portrayed. Oh, get get your Sabbath in when you can. Yeah, as long as it's not taken away from your hustle or your grind. But I don't know. Just relax, recharge. For me, I always on thought purpose. it was Sunday. Oh, sorry, Kyle. Sorry, I just meant like recharge on purpose. Like yeah. intention, almost like you intentionally not do nothing, but you intentionally do things to fill your soul back up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is doing nothing. Yeah, for me, I always thought it was Sunday growing up, and I didn't realize it was a day of rest. I always thought it was, you know, we go to church on Sunday and that's Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just a whole day of rest with the Lord. Okay. Awesome, Chris. Exactly the same. Just, I, I thought it was always just a Sunday service and then go take a nap, and that's your Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is Sunday more afternoon than that. nap. Yeah, it is more than that. Resting and remembering that God also rested. So, awesome. Well, those are, I mean, those are very valuable understandings. So, my next question is, uh, how well do you observe the Sabbath? Not well. Great. Like, I mean, do you, you feel like you you really are able to give effort to it, Kyle? I that has been I mean ever since uh, the ruthless elimination of hurry that is yeah. been my goal yeah I think observing the Sabbath is a key ingredient to living in that unhurried life it helps that I no longer work at a church also yeah <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah you gave a long pause Kyler I so for me it went from thinking Sundays. It's like growing up thinking the Sabbath is Sunday, church, and nap. And then it went from thinking Sabbath, just taking a day off. And on that day off, I would do like have my to-do list. And then I read same thing, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And I was like, well, this isn't truly resting. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm tired all the time. So I've gotten better at realizing that's what that is. But with working, you know, technically six days a week sometimes. And then... I don't count Sundays as Sabbath because although, yeah, we're congregating as a church, like I serve in my church a lot and, you know, it takes a lot out of me sometimes being an extroverted introvert, whatever. And so I don't really consider that Sabbath. So I would say I'm getting better, but I'm still not very good. (laughs) Well, I I think getting better is is an important key, Um, you know, because Sabbath is something that... Uh, for some reason, it's a commandment that we've never, like Kyle said, we've never really acknowledged it as a commandment. You know, it's always like a suggestion. Right. I was my first year of leadership school. So technically everybody's there to be, they wanted to go into ministry and we had a pastor come in and he was 
speaking on Sabbath and he, he opened everything up. And so there we sat like 30 interns, future ministers, whatever. And he goes, can anybody tell me the, the first commandment? And I was like, I'm a preacher's kid. I Or not the first, which, which the one's just the fourth, yeah. fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, can anybody tell me the fourth commandment? And like 30 seconds of silence. And so I raised my hand and I was like, keep the Sabbath holy. And he was yeah. like, thank you. And I just, 30 kids yeah. wanting to go into ministry. Didn't know. Yeah. I think everyone thinks that they need to use their weekends or their days off and they, they fill it with so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like your weekend is full of stuff to do and scheduled things before Friday or Saturday or Sunday even rolls around, you know? And I think that's what is hurting people's mental health. That's what, mm-hmm. I mean, if you got, I don't know, that's, that's why we've been, we've been intentional about not yet, like, our kids don't play any organized sports right now because they're mm-hmm. really little kids. But because we we knew some people who like their kids signed up and they're having practice throughout this week and then all day Saturday and yeah. sometimes on Sundays they're having all these games and it's like, I, I've got students in my class even. A girl the other day, she came in and she was just ticked off. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I didn't get a weekend. I was like, what do you mean you didn't get a weekend? She's like, I had basketball games all day Saturday and I had softball games all day Sunday. And I was like, even a third grader knows, like, Mm -hmm. you need to have some rest in there. Like, I just thought it was telling. Well, it's super telling and and terrible, but it's like, unfortunately, that's the norm. Like, you know, we've we've created this world um, where that that is what's normal. And I think in the church, unfortunately, it it hasn't... um, there, too often there's not separation. And, you know, I, I remember growing up, like, I mean, I was a pastor's kid, but, like, if, if there's a sporting event on a Sunday, like, I wasn't allowed to participate in it. Um, I wasn't allowed to go to it yep. because it was kind of that, this is Sunday, it's the Lord's Day, mm-hmm. you know, observe it, keep it holy. I didn't know what Sabbath meant, but I knew I couldn't participate. Um, and I remember there was, like, a real fight not not like with my parents, but just in general with this idea of like, you know, sports are taking over our Sundays and sports are, you know, and it's like this fight of like they're removing God from our lives. And I remember being a kid and like at most being indifferent, but it's like I look at it now and I'm like, wow, we have managed to have a culture that's completely removed the day of rest. Mm-hmm. Like culture has done it, but unfortunately I think the church has done it. Because the church has even said, hey, come to church whenever you want. We've got multiple services. You can watch us online. Yeah. You've got, you can go, come on Saturday. So you can get, still get your Sunday to yourself. But that Sunday to yourself was actually meant for you to go to your kids' activities or for you to do whatever. And like, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to dog anyone who's working on a Sunday or, cause I don't think Sabbath has to be on Sunday. But it's just this idea of we have not created a moment where we can actually observe time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, you, you mentioned you thought Sabbath was like a day off, yep. but it's it's actually supposed to be a day with the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a day of refreshing with the Lord and it's a day of doing nothing because I know I'm the worst at like, hey, I'm actually not going to have to work on Saturday. So I make my to-do list of things to get done on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not Sabbath. That's a day off. Yep. You know, but mm-hmm. that's not not actually what Sabbath is. Yeah, I love like John Mark Comer explains in, in Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Their routine, you know, Friday, I think it's Friday night, maybe, yeah. or Thursday night. I don't know. They they make a big meal together, and that starts their 24 hours of Sabbath, that yeah. meal on that evening. And so then from then on, it's 24 hours of just, like, 
rest and like you said, time with the Lord, they're spending time with family, eating together, um, just the things that really recharge your soul. And so, uh, I don't know, that always, that just impacted me a lot the first time I read it. No, I think that's good, and, and it's good to point out that they start in the evening. Um, you know, the, the traditional Sabbath yeah. uh, starts in the evening. You know, it's like from sundown until uh, sundown the next, the following day is is what Sabbath is. And uh, Kyle, in the book, you gifted me so graciously uh, working the angles uh, by Eugene yes. Peterson. He he spends a, a short amount of time talking about the Sabbath, and but he talks about you know the the theology behind why it begins in the evening, and because that's the way Scripture you know recognizes, and there was night and there was day, and um, that you know the Lord is working at night. And that kind of the human mind is so so uh, bold as to think when they wake up is when the day begins, but yet the day is actually things have been working for hours while while the human body was recovering, and even in recovery the human body is enacting something new, and so that's part of the reason for for Sabbath starting in the evenings. And but I wanted to point that out because I think to to bring this into a creative church context. Um, I already said, you know, we're we're often at the end of the totem pole when it comes to um, how your time is managed, like by by your leaders, um, because we can all think of times when our pastors sending us notes the night before, or we're up at the church till two or three in the morning working on a set change, and and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, our freedom should be in in the way that like we just find the time to set a, set aside and spend with God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if we're gonna follow what God wants of us, then it's a day. It's not just, you know, two hours here, six hours here. I think those can be good moments and times to rest and times to recover. But it's like, we've got to find ways to build in a day where we, we, we rest mentally. It's not, Hey, here's my day off. Here's the things I need to get done, but it's resting mentally. And then it's also resting in the Lord and it's finding times to seek him and, and try to commune with him. You talked last week about prayer, how mm-hmm. half the battle with prayer is learning to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's learning to, to receive from God. Um, and it's a challenge, but like, I just feel like it's a challenge. We're not even trying to fight. Yeah. You know, that's what scares me. Cause I think honestly, Sabbath is really intimidating. Cause I remember when I started, I was like, okay, I'm going to intentionally try to just rest this whole day. And I know for me, like, I can't, I can only watch so many movies and I can only watch so like so many streaming apps because then my mind's just a zombie. I'm not truly resting. I'm just turning off my mind. And so like the, one of the first times I did it, like I watched a movie and it was like 10 o'clock by them. And I was like, well, now I just have the rest of the day to spend with the Lord. And it's like, okay, I'm going to read a book. I'm going to, I don't know, play my guitar or something. And it's just, it's really intimidating because I don't think we know how to like, shut ourselves down for yeah. that long. Oh, we yeah. really truly don't know how to rest. Yeah. I agree with that. And I have I mean I look at my friends like they say, you know, we talk about our Sabbaths and they they, you know, describe to me and I, I wanna kinda go, you know, that's not really resting, but that's a rest to them. And I just I don't think we know how to focus on the one thing, kinda like the story of Mary and Martha, how Martha's like running around and doing all these things. And we just don't realize that even just sitting with God in his presence is honoring to him, not just yeah checking things off our to-do list. Yeah. It's just, we've been trained so much in the opposite. Yep. And so it's so hard to, to sit down. And in that book I mentioned with Eugene Peterson, he, he kind of lightly goes through what him and his wife would do. And, um, 
and and they would you know spend the morning they would kind of slowly get ready for the day they would make a couple sandwiches and then they go hike on one of their favorite trails somewhere mm-hmm. but he said they were very intentional about actually not talking during that time um and that they would just kind of hike in silence and they would get somewhere and uh, of course Eugene Peterson's so poetic he talks about they would just see where the sun is at the sky and realize it's time for for lunch um you know so then they would stop and they'd have their picnic wherever they are and then they would start talking and they would kind of start recapping their week as as a couple and maybe they'd talk about things that happened in the church and stuff like that while they were sharing lunch and then on their hike back that's when they would really try to spend time in prayer uh kind of silently as they they walk back um and i thought that's so attainable you know like it's in in some context i think that's so attainable you know we could all find a million reasons not to do something um, but, but that to me just seemed very, very, uh, down to earth, you know, where the sun was at, Psh, boy, we know your stomach was growling. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you even mentioned that in the book. It's like, you know, either by our stomachs or the sun, we would know when it was lunchtime. Oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> so, but anyway, Kyle, do you have any more, any more thoughts? No, it's great. It's life changing. If you start observing the Sabbath, the way it's meant to be. Yeah. Kyle's about Sabbath for two weeks. Can yeah. we get a whoop whoop? <laughs> well, I hope Open. there's I hope there is real peace for, for Kyle as he rests and gets restoration. Go um, out of here, please. Uh, no, 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 no. Go out of here, please. Close the door. I'm so serious. Do you want to say that? <laughs> Kids are such me. a gift from God. Oh, Aren't they, they are. so funny? Man. That's so funny. The other day, so Jasper's really been into No Longer Slaves, that song. Yeah. I'm crying. And he wants to listen to it all the time. And wow. then the other day I was downstairs and he said, uh, he was like, Dad, I can't find it on the iPad. We have this like thousand year old iPad that they listen to music on. <laughs> and, uh, He's like, I can't find it on here. And I found it for him and he took it upstairs. And then I I went to check on him and he was in his room with that just playing no longer slaves playing as loud as he could. He's just had both hands up. Oh, wow. He's just <laughs> belting it out. Okay. And like he knew like he didn't think anyone was watching him or anything. And I was just like I went back downstairs bawling. I was just yeah. like, This is the best. That's awesome. He said, but, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> It's a great uh, he's spunky. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I guess just as we wrap up here, I just the the challenge I I would like to make to anyone listening is like find a way to to actually take a day of Sabbath. Like, you know, actually take a time and and maybe unfortunately it's not as easy as saying, Hey, I'm gonna devote these twenty four hours. Um, maybe it has to be in chunks. Uh, maybe it's an evening, maybe it's, you know, a certain morning. But, but I just would highly encourage you to figure out a way to take a day um, and spend it with the Lord. It's something, I mean, we're all struggling with it. It's not like it's a, mm-hmm. you know, someone's got a set path that's perfect. Um, unfortunately, uh, the fact that it's, it's in the, the scriptures twice as a commandment, um, it means it's important to God, but it also means God realizes we needed to hear it a couple times. Um, and so, uh, you know, hear it today, find a way to, to take a Sabbath and, um, find a way to spend that time with God and, 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 you know, just create those holy moments personally. Um, because how can we do it for other people if we can't do it? Uh, you know, acknowledge it with God ourselves. So I don't know, but you guys got any final thoughts before we get out of here? 
Let's get sabbatical. Sabbatical. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Perfect. That's a perfect way to go out. Well, uh, for... <laughs> for this is not in Brit. <laughs> Producer Chris is just sitting here thinking, how am I going to edit this episode this week? Exactly. <laughs> uh, episode has been full of all kinds of adventures. Um, so, But uh, for Kyle Lee, who is in recovery, for Producer Chris... And for Kyler Clapp, I'm Jason Evans, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.